This is Tales of Swordfall. Senamilgis, you're out in the streets of Swordfall. Um, you notice the world is black and white, but if you look back up at the giant sword, the giant sword is on fire. And it looks like things are floating around it. It looks almost menacing in this reality. But I don't think that gets your attention as much as the figure that you're going toward. As he walks toward, he's going to shout like really loud. He's like, well, ladies, if one thing you're doing is causing more chaos, it's only going to make me want to stay here. And he just like starts treading ahead like still punk status like not really caring about much that's going on he's just no surprises at this point and uh you pass by an owl cat who watches you slightly hisses the heck you staring at this like rolls his eyes keeps going and uh, you make it to the person who had been walking. And you find her against the wall. She's in tears. What is with everybody always crying? Everybody's such a freaking crybaby. What's your problem? Uh, she stands up immediately. She... Uh, tries to get her wits about her and she looks so happy but so sad all at the same time and uh, she grabs onto you Nilkis, and she just starts sobbing on your shoulder he's gonna try to shove her off because he's in this place he doesn't care about next to anything he just wants power He's free of the restriction of people and friends and peers and needing to have better behavior. Give me a strength check. He's going to actually shove her onto the ground. Let's see if he can. Oh my god, my character. Oh, here we go. Strength. Uh, uh, strength athletics. check. Okay. Or athletics, yeah. Whichever. Oh my god. Uh, you slightly shove her. And she basically gets pushed off very easily. She smacks into the ground. And she looks up, teary-eyed. Why? I don't know you, and I don't care. You're, you're the first person that I've seen in a while. 
Am I supposed to kill you or something? Is this a joke? Uh, she looks at you horrified. Does she look familiar? Like, uh, you've never ever seen this girl at all. Get out of my face! And she uh, gets up and starts running away. He's gonna try to stab her as she walks away. Oh, cold. Alright, uh, roll with your stabby weapon. Oh, and he's, like, the distance apart, so he can reach her. So, like, right as she's walking away, he just... Well, 23 is good enough. Uh, roll, uh, roll for damage. Okay. Uh, you feel a warm sensation all over your body as this thing, well, this girl, uh, collapses and supposedly dies. But it seems at the end of your glaive, the blood starts to, or whatever it is, it's all in black and white, uh, starts to creep up your glaive. Um, can he, like, he's he's curious about magic. Can he sort of try to see what's going on here, or? Uh, you can try to roll an arcana check. It will be at disadvantage, though. You kind of got the feeling that you're gaining something from her. He just keeps walking and keeps his glaive on him. Uh, the glaive, before you can keep walking, the girl's form just turns into... Uh, let's just call it Ash. And it just collects onto you. Um, he's gonna try to look for another person, I guess. Um, give me... If you're trying to track down people, give me a survival. If you're just doing a general look, give me perception. Uh, if you're, like, looking for signs of life, I guess that would be survival, too. Um, or just, like, other uh, signs of general. To, I keep hitting the wrong oh. button, sorry. Well, it's 20. It's the same anyway. So, yeah. So you rolled a 20. Um, yeah, there seems to be people all over the place, but for some reason, um, it looks like a lot of them are trying to hide and keep out of sight. But you do end up finding another person. Do they look scared? Um, no. Actually, this one was really easy 
to find. And uh, they look at you. And they look at you directly into the eyes. And you see the first flash of color that you've been able to see, other than the large glowing flaming sword. And um, this person's eyes blinked in a almost electric blue. And they get up. And they give you a wicked grin. And pull out a battle axe. Well, at least there's someone who's not afraid. I'm sick of weaklings. Uh, this person's in no mood for talking. Can I use second wind? Um, sure. Let's let's first roll initiative really quickly. <laughs> you still rolled better than this dude. But yeah, second wind is a um, bonus action, right? Yeah, I think so. If not, he has two attacks. So. Oh, let's check really quickly. Is there a fighter? Also, I think you can bring it up in the chat. So it is a bonus action. I just checked mine. Okay, Sorry, cool. I was doing the roll for the thing. Yeah. So it's a bonus action. It looks like you healed 11 points. That's good. And uh, you get to do two attacks on this guy. He's going to make sure he's a space away, um, if not already, and then he's going to hit with his glaive twice. That hits. That also hits. Good job. Thank you. Do eight damage. Um, you hit him, it feels very solid. Um, you notice wherever you hit, it leaves uh, wispy um, just markings on him. And he growls. And um, seems to maybe go into a rage. He strikes you the first time you're lucky and your armor takes the full brunt. And then he misses you again. He snarls. And it looks like he's just starting to get warmed up. He's going to try to hit two more times. If he, Yeah. Oh! Oh, he's so... Natural 20, and then just 23. Okay. Uh, both those hit. Oh, right. 21 damage, sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a good amount. Damn. And uh, he's starting to look a little bit more wispy and ashy. As well, wherever you strike him, he strikes you with a mighty hit, 
and unfortunately all that uh, all that health that you took has been washed away as you take 15 points of damage. Okay. And this this fight is the quietest that you've ever had a fight. You can tell both of you are breathing. Both of you are like hitting each other, but every time weapons clash, every time there's a hit, there's no noise. Do you continue fighting? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. 24 and 17. Uh, you hit both times again. You are... Le- oh. 12. 16 damage altogether. Huh. He has like the craziest look in his eyes right now. He is... having way too much fun. And uh, this large, large man is looking way more ashy. He, he almost looks like he's falling apart. But he still continues the fight. And he hits you one more time. Uh, what what was the damage? Sorry. Uh, it was eight. Oh, eight. Yep. Okay. How you doing there? Um, he has eight hit points left. <laughs> it's your turn again. He is going to hit again. Okay. You hit him once. Okay. Oh, this could be so close. Oh my god. <laughs> He's so gonna die. Oh my god. Oh no. So. If he hits again, he's the enemy. He's gonna use his hellish rebuke. Well, he does hit you one more time. And Hellish Rebuke? Yeah, it's a reaction, a tiefling. Well, unfortunately, you don't get to watch the reaction. Yeah, that's fine. He gives you nine nine points of damage. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's down. And you can feel yourself falling apart. Oh shit, okay. 
and we're going to take care of this the next session. That definitely makes sense. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. That was so long. I feel so bad. I was just sitting here like, Milkis, use action surge, please. Oh my god, I, I think you only use that once a day, though. Oh yeah, did you already use it? Yeah, because he didn't heal oh. from the soldier thing. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh man. Oh. You go in between worlds and start messing people up, and then you're like, I could take you. You almost he, got him, too. Like, he like, he's not afraid of dying, so like, it makes sense for him to die in this space where he is just, he's lost it. You know what I mean? Yes, but Milkus. I oh, tell you the truth. In, in this place, there there is no no uh, death saving throws. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Oh, so snap! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's all we have for tonight. Let's say our goodbyes. Well, uh, I'm Ammon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at D&D Geologist, and uh, we can talk about how sad we are about what just happened. <laughs> and I'm Guy. Uh, I was playing Nork Falspar. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm really interested in more about what just happened. This is actually the first time in, you know, it's been a while since I played D&D before Swordfall. This is the first time I've seen a character death of this sort. It was a little bit different when uh, the other two died. It was just like, oh, boom, whoops. <laughs> and they were brought back to life. But it looks like Milkus is gone, maybe? I don't know. Anyway. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Uh, this is uh, Phoenix, and I was playing Nilkis, who is such a big dummy, but I had a lot of fun this session. Um, so stay tuned for next time, guys. All right. And I am very random butterfly playing the very distraught Rayan now. Um, well, soon to be distraught if something were to happen, but, you know, I'll save that for later there. Um, you can find me at Twitter at B-R-Y-R-D-M Butterfly or on YouTube, which is just Bear and Butterfly. I post weekly videos and do some art and stuff. So, yeah. I'm Paul. I'm the Dungeon Master for both the Blue and the Purple group. Um... And also soon, I'll be a player on Lucy's new campaign that we're going to have here on Tales of Swordfall called Elsewhere. Uh, that will be pretty fun. I will be playing Amzi, or Ambrosio. And that should air pretty soon from when this is going to be posted. Anyways... If you want to follow Tales of Swordfall on Twitter, 
or at Swordfall D&D. We have a, a Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Swordfall D&D. We are also on Anchor, and from Anchor you can find all the places that we have our po- podcast on, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, um, some other places. I can't remember off the top of my head, but we're anchor.fm slash swordfalldnd. Also, we have the YouTube channel where you can watch or listen to all these things and a little bit more. Uh, we've been we've had a live Q and A recently, and uh, we're planning to do maybe a few more live things this year. Uh, also, possibly a few more live Q and As, and that's YouTube.com/slash Tales of Swordfall. Yeah, and if you want to follow me personally, I am on Twitter at Paul underscore Garish, P-A-U-L underscore G-E-R-R-I-S-H. And I tweet mostly about puppies and D&D and nerdy things. Sometimes get political, but you can ignore that part. Anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. And whatever time of day it is, I hope you're having a good one. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Don't touch strange no. things. Don't yep. touch weird stuff ever. Don't touch it. Don't. Don't, don't make deals with Faye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that either. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Hello folks, J.P. Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found. Please consider supporting Tales of Swordfall. Support us by sharing this content, writing a review, or even rating us. You can also support us further by pledging less than a dollar a month. Find out how on anchor.fm slash swordfalldnd slash support.